and welcome to another episode of Alcoholitics. I am your host, Ray Marks. I'm joined by my co-host, Katrina Marks. Katrina, how are you? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing okay. You're back to saying it as fast as you possibly back can? Back to saying it as fast as I possibly can and potentially having an asthma attack while I do the intro. Um, uh, this, is, this is a weird day. Um, we're recording at like 2 p.m. on a Saturday. Usually we're recording like at like 8 or 9 on either a Friday or Saturday. Or sometimes we're recording on a random Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, because more we often didn't, lately. Because we didn't get to the one that we were supposed to do at that time. Mm-hmm. Procrastinators. How, how do you feel about uh, having so, like day drinking essentially? How do you feel about having some drinks on it? Oh, it's fine. I was productive this morning. You were so productive. It feels fine. What did you do? I, I finished all the outlets upstairs, except the bathrooms. That's what so. I'm talking about. I was productive, too. What'd you do? I microwaved croissant sandwiches, and I was afraid I wasn't going to. Mm-hmm. I was afraid I was going to go into this without eating. So, look at that. We're both fucking on the <laughs> ball. Yeah. Um, before we introduce our guest, there was one thing I wanted to talk to you about specifically, just because I know how much of a fan you are of this show. <laughs> And I know that you're a very, very big Mass Singer fan. We've made that very clear throughout many podcasts. Yeah. You love the Mass yeah. Singer. You're like all over it. You love the costumes. You think the Night Angel is the coolest thing you've ever seen. I liked the Night Angel. The Night Angel was something dreamt in my nightmares. Mm-hmm. It was horrifying. Um, but you, you love the show. How did you feel about um, the report from Deadline that uh, the, the, the first... Sorry, that the first unmasked was Rudy Giuliani, and it made... Well, let's be clear. We don't know if he was the first unmasked. You're right. That's true. Rudy could have made it he pretty deep. He could have made it. He could have made it. Rudy Giuliani could have made it pretty deep in Th- the... This year, there's a theme, like, I think good, bad, and cuddly, so... He's cuddly, He was right? probably in the bad group. I was, oh, okay. I, I, he was in the, I could swear he'd be in the cuddly group. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm really curious about? No. How many references to 9-11 are in his clue Jesus package? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that that cannot be <laughs> that cannot be it i guarantee you it is if they air that there are references to 9-11 in his clue package and i'm gonna be on the lookout i i can't imagine that they air it but i do <laughs> i think you're wrong i do like the idea that um they that the mass singer somehow gave robin thick the moral superiority <laughs> in anything right like Robin Thicke was like, this is too much for me, guys. I gotta get out of here. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, Nicole Scherzinger disappointed in her. Nicole she Scherzinger stuck around, and Jenny McCarthy. There's no disappointment there because it's very expected. It's it's yeah. You're like yeah, that tracks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I just I thought that'd be fucking hilarious to talk about. Let's introduce. Our... You know what? Just to be clear. I don't yeah. love the mass singer. I think whoa, it's funny. Whoa, whoa, You I will not stand by that not, show. No, 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 no. You cannot tell me you don't love the mass singer. You get disappointed when I don't want to watch it. Yeah. So I don't want to talk. I don't want to hear this. Because then I don't watch it. Yeah, and you want to watch it yeah. because you love the show. Yeah, I want to watch it. You just said yeah to what I said. <laughs> you want to watch lots of shows that you don't love. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I'm not like, wow. Okay, let's let's introduce the guest before we have a huge problem here. <laughs> um, uh, our, our guests that we have here today are hosts of an, uh, a really funny podcast called I'm Annoyed, um, where you can listen to them record from their studio or from the road or from their beds somehow. <laughs> um, uh, Chris William. That's and, impressive. <laughs> yes, Chris William and Kara, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. It was so hard to stay quiet while you were just 
tearing down the masked singer. <laughs> do you, do you guys watch? It's a phenomenal TV show, Terrain. No. How dare you? How, please, you cannot be, you can't do this to me. I am 100% serious. <laughs> I'm Team Katrina all the way on this, this is, man. This is. It's so fun. It's a great show to get drunk to, first mm, of all. Yeah, yeah. Like, to drink and watch that show is amazing. And then to sit there and, like, some of my favorite memories are of season one every single week being like, that monster's T-Pain. I'm telling you, that blue monster is T-Pain. <laughs> every single week and getting mad that they're not revealing him yet, but proud that he's moving on. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just, a, it was a point of pride. It's a fun show. And I like that it gets celebrities to embarrass themselves. And I'll be boycotting the show if they don't air the Rudy Giuliani episode, I gotta say. Kara, I, I will never watch it again. You've heard it here first, Ken Jong and everyone else on that show. I won't watch it if you don't air that episode, you cowards. Kara, please talk some sense into this. What are your thoughts on The Masked Singer? It was like season one was okay. And then I was like, I've had enough. <laughs> like, it was just like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can never get enough. That's it. <laughs> me neither. Give you, me it all the time. I just want to point out, before we keep, before we move on, you literally said, whoa, I don't love I don't, the Mass Singer. And then it's just trash. said, and then just said, quote, I could never get enough. Yeah. It's like drugs, <laughs> man. Yeah. I feel the same way about the show Big Brother. Yeah. Do you I don't watch know if Big you guys Brother? are fans of that show, but we're, we're super fans of Big Brother. Uh, we watch Celebrity Big Brother. We watch Celebrity Big Brother UK. We watch the US Big Brother. Garbage TV, but we're mm -hmm. never gonna not watch it. See, we're our garbage is the challenge. Uh, MTV's that's the not, challenge. That's not our only garbage anymore, babe. You're right. That's we used true. to be able to say that, but now we watch a lot of garbage. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Temptation Island, Love is Blind. Yeah, of course. <laughs> mm. The Circle. The Circle. The motherfucking Circle. We have I'd kill it on that show. That's all I'm saying is I, have... I got to go on The Circle. You, uh, this is my casting call. We have episodes of this podcast that don't talk about politics and only talk about yeah. The Circle. Mm -hmm. Such that a good was a show, good man. Yeah. Perfect TV. <laughs> um, let's talk about your podcast. You two uh, host a podcast together called I'm Annoyed. Tell us about it. Um. Well, we were... How long ago did we start talking about doing this podcast? Like three years ago? Yeah. And we were just kind of like, it would be fun for us to do a pod. I've been doing podcasts since 2013. Wow. And uh, it was just a situation where uh, we were like, we should really do one together. And we kind of just settled on, we really love, Kara is a huge fan of when I get ranty. Like when <laughs> I start like getting on my soapbox and stuff. Um, so we thought a, a podcast about our annoyances would be perfect. And then one day she was just like, let's call it I'm Annoyed. And I was like, oh, my God, we're going to. So literally like the next week we recorded the first episode and we've just been putting it out since. But it's it's fun. I, it's kind of petty, but I think it's also <laughs> like that's what I like about it is that like it's good to just kind of be petty sometimes. I think it's healthy. I'm mm -hmm. a big pro petty. Sometimes person. sometimes you just got to get petty. Yeah, for sure. Not to not to get not to try to like do any spoilers because I think people should go listen to it. It is a, a lovely, lovely uh, podcast that I find very, very funny. 
and except when you play longer than necessary mud vein clips, then I'm fucking no. like no. <laughs> then I'm like no thanks. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> but that mixed with podcasting from our bed <laughs> but supine overall overall very very enjoyable podcast uh, can i ask each of you what's one um uh what's one annoyance that you remember that like really sticks with you from uh what you talked about on the pod mm. oh wow that's such a good question do you have one off the top of your head because i gotta think a little bit i think pitbull um <laughs> because i've been getting gifts with pitbull's face on it <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Worldwide? Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really good one. <laughs> um I mine is just the my ranting about my being annoyed by my experience with my hand surgery. Mm -hmm. Um just because I think that was kind of one of my more rantier ones. I think I went on for like 25 minutes <laughs> just about like everything that was wrong with the hospital that day. Mm -hmm. And like then how pissed off I was at how expensive it was versus how short of a time I was there. And, you know, mm. I just really, that one like really sticks with me. Yes. But yeah. The Pipple one has like invaded real life. <laughs> <laughs> the, seriously, such a, I, I, I kid you not. This is a, a very, very funny podcast. Um, Kara, the, the story of, I, I can't remember if it was um, like you went, uh, I, when you went to that restaurant, I don't remember if it was hot chocolates or what you had. Oh um, my gosh. That wasn't exactly what you thought it was. Yes. So, so funny. <laughs> such, a, <laughs> such a funny situation. The best part about it now is like, she was somebody who like never drank before. Then she had these hot chocolates and she was like, maybe I drink now. <laughs> so, like every so like whenever we go out somewhere or whenever I bring drinks home, she's like, let me try a little bit. Let me try just a little bit. Uh, now, now, uh, we we as a podcast, we we drink every time. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let me let me rephrase. You drink. Every let time. me rephrase. I drink every time. Even if we're doing it on a Tuesday night, I drink every time because because I'm an artist. Okay, and this is my <laughs> art, and this is my craft. Yes. And, Commitment. And I commit to my art. Everybody doesn't have to drink. <laughs> so with, with that in mind, with that in mind, uh, I am having a lovely um, uh, vodka Sprite like I usually do, uh, Clementine's Fedka. They still haven't sponsored the podcast, and I'm so confused as to why. No, you don't have Clementine. They've been – there's a Clementine? supply chain shortage. Because it's Citron. Citron. <laughs> Haven't had Clementine for almost a year now. I'll tell you what. That's probably why they don't sponsor the podcast because I miss – I, I I misidentify what the fucking product I'm having is. That's probably yeah, well. If they why. got you what you needed, you'd identify it properly. Svedka, That's right. You heard it here. Svedka, you heard it here first. Give me my fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> um, Katrina, what are you having? Oh, just truly seltzers. You know me. You're truly seltzers. What flavor? Uh, it's pineapple. It's the last one of this batch. Mm. Yeah. Is this is this still? Are we still drinking the um, party leftovers, or is this like one that like we got? No, this is one I got. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I bought like four packs at once and I've been working on it for like three months. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're responsible. Because I'm responsible. Chris, yeah. if you are uh, if you are drinking, what are you drinking? I'm, I'm double fisting it. So I've got I've got a glass of uh, uh, Method and Madness single malt scotch wi Irish whiskey. With that round ice cube. It, Go with off. That round ice cube. And then I have uh, delicious. This is a plug semi-sponsored they 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 sponsor a lot of the comedy shows that i do mm -hmm. um levante brewing company is a brewery in westchester pa 
And this is a blackberry vanilla milkshake IPA, but it's made with oat milk for those of you who are lactose intolerant. Hey. Oat milk is delicious. That sounds good. That's awesome. It's very, very good. So I'm having that as well. Kara, if you are drinking, what are you having? If you're not drinking, what are you having? Uh, I'm just having water. (laughs) Having a nice, (laughs) nice glass of water, large glass of water. (laughs) Yes. Very big. Because it's important to hydrate. Yes. So, absolutely. So absolutely, we're all good there. Um, you said that you're you uh, do live shows, Chris. Are do you have any coming up? Um, um, March twelfth at Cherokee Taproom in Danville, PA. I have uh, a show I'm putting on there with uh, some of my Philly comic friends. Um, they're coming up for it. Uh, Cherokee shows typically are pretty good. Um, you know, we get a good turnout. The audience is really there for comedy. Um, so we're hoping that that maintains, uh, throughout the summer, I'll be doing shows on their outdoor stage. Um, I think June and August or something like that. Um, and then I'll be in Wilkes-Barre PA on March 25th. Um, so just keep an eye out on social media for more details about that stuff as it gets closer. And we'll throw um, links for where they can find you uh, in the episode description that no one reads. Literally, no one reads. Much appreciated. <laughs> and yeah, I, f- I figured that out. That's why I, I stopped. I used to like with my older podcast. I used to care a lot and put a lot of time and effort into episode descriptions. And now I'm annoyed. It's just like, Kara's annoyance, my annoyance. Here's our phone number. That's it. <laughs> I I don't even put. I usually, if it's just us, I don't put links to where you can find shit because yeah. no. There was another podcast that I did where I would literally just put in like I I used the episode description because I knew no one was reading it. I just turned it into uh like a weird like one act play where I talk to <laughs> where I talk to people that are just not there and I was like I'm like. And I know that no one's even paying attention to this and, and you don't care. And and you know what? Honestly, neither do I. And yeah. <laughs> just... Hawthorne Heights just started playing off in the distance. <laughs> Uh-oh, Nikki FM is on. I got to get out of here. Kara, <laughs> uh, do you do you do live shows as well? And if so, no. do you have any coming up? No? <laughs> that laugh. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, no, I'm the last person that should be doing anything like that. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I, I didn't know, and I just I'm like, let's ask this question real quick. You're like, I've, no. I've been trying. She won't. She won't give comedy a try. <laughs> well, not interested. She does the podcast, and it is funny as hell. So please check out. I'm annoyed. Um, on uh, I will. I listen to it on Stitcher, but I'm sure it's on everywhere you can get podcasts. Is that All right? platforms. And hey, this is like you guys are podcasters. I don't know if you know this or how closely you follow your numbers, but did you know you have to check every individual platform to get an accurate listenership? No. Yeah. So <laughs> so we host our podcast through Buzzsprout. No free ads, but it's just super easy to host a podcast through there. Mm-hmm. And uh, they we're doing OK on there, but like not super well. And then well, hold on. I thought we were doing good until I saw until I logged into iTunes and see our iTunes numbers and our iTunes numbers are literally four times what Buzzsprout is reporting. Wow. Damn. So a lot of times you're you. So I did some research into it. And a lot of times your service provider, like wherever you're hosting your podcast, only reports to you the downloads. Mm-hmm. But most people don't actually download your podcast. They just stream it. 
So you have to go to every individual platform to see your numbers to get like an accurate listenership. Well, that is interesting. Uh, we... So if you're ever feeling bad about your numbers, go check out everything else and maybe you'll feel better or maybe you'll feel worse. <laughs> we uh, we host ours through Anchor, which is why we're going to bleep okay. every time the word Buzzsprout was said. And um, <laughs> that makes sense. And I don't want to check just for the sheer fact that if our numbers are already low, I don't want to go through and like see how low. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's better. It's sometimes better for the ego to just be like, nah, we people listen. I'm sure people are just streaming and not downloading. And then that's it. Um, but yes, you can find that on on all platforms. Uh, I'm annoyed. Such a great podcast. Y'all ready to get into the show? So ready. All right. Let's get into the show. This is a segment we call the news flight. Fucking there we go. <laughs> so, this is, every week it's gonna be something every it? week it's gonna be something else uh this is a this is a segment where we go through a bunch of a bunch of news stories and we just do a little bit of them um let's start with um mr joe rogan we talked about joe rogan last week um and i <laughs> he is a he's a podcaster who is incredibly uh popular um infinitely wealthy due to Spotify. And I'm just jealous that I'm not getting that Joe Rogan money. Um, <laughs> but uh, Joe Rogan's become, uh, come under fire again this week uh, after India RE, um, uh, a musical artist, uh, did a Instagram story pointing out numerous times when um, Joe Rogan said the N word on his podcast, um, which also prompted Spotify to remove seven, about 70 uh, episodes of his podcast. Um, he also, in this one, <laughs> he, he released a, he released a, um, an apology video saying, you know, even though these were taken out of context, um, I'm sorry that, I shouldn't have said the word in the in the first place. But there's also a story that she never addressed in his apology, where he had, he went to an area and then called it Planet of the Apes, said it was the darkest area, and that there were no white people. Um, which I was like, yeah, there, that didn't come up in his apology at all. Chris, no, there is also a similar story uh, around the same time where uh, he said that. Um, People of mixed race are so lucky because they get the athleticism what the absolute from, from their African-American parent and the intelligence. They get the... Wait, I no! Think they, I think he literally no! says they get the black athleticism and the white brain or something super racist like that. Oh, my God. I'm just like, that what? Come on, man. Oh, my God, my God, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was like, yeah, they're so lucky. <laughs> oh, man, you're... Uh, Katrina, I'm going to go to you just because I can't handle this right now. Oh, yeah, I didn't know about this. I missed this part. <laughs> what, um, what you, we, now, I know that we had spoken about Joe Rogan last week, and by spoken, I mean you sang Big Yellow taxi from Joni Mitchell yeah um which I think was the extent that we talked about it um at least that's the clip that I put out which is such a great clip um uh what do you think about um this new development and do you think this is gonna potentially push Spotify to do fucking anything no good no, <laughs> no. why would they no <laughs> he, I mean, he makes the money as long as people are listening yeah. they're not gonna care right and I didn't, I didn't know this at all. Like, I didn't get any updates about this. I don't go looking for Joe Rogan news, but mm -hmm. they told me they removed some podcasts, not that this some? happened. Uh, Seven. I'm also, I'm also just going to say that 
all the podcasts being removed from what I read were before 2018. Mm -hmm. And if you're going that far back into Joe Rogan's catalog, you should be in prison. Like, <laughs> I, I don't understand how you can listen to a 153 hour podcast, mm -hmm. yeah. essentially, uh, to get to like have to go that back that far in his catalog, right? Like, just scrub it all. Everything yeah. from more than a month ago, gone. Throw it away. Who fucking cares? Like, I just, what I don't understand is they invested like a hundred million dollars into this guy. How did they not do any sort of like, hey, do you want to check this out at all? Like, I, I guess it's, I guess it's his popularity that he has uh, a lot of listeners. So, so no one thinks, hey, maybe we should go back and see if there's anything that he said that could make uh, us potentially lose money. <laughs> like, well, I also think too, just like the the business aspect of it, right? Is like, this is still driving traffic to mm -hmm. their platform. Like, I don't know, maybe we're six months out from like Spotify being the official screwdriver podcast or all these other neo-Nazi bands. Yeah. You know what I mean? Give them a platform, I guess. But like, I just think Spotify is just like throwing their hands in the air and being like, ah, we, we're putting a warning on top of episodes that talk about COVID. Mm -hmm. Like oh. we're gonna do that. And, and and to be clear, and we said this last time, but <laughs> no, we didn't talk about this last time. It happened after the podcast. Did we not talk about this last time? This is what, okay, then we must have had this conversation yeah. and I thought it was on mic, but it wasn't. Uh, they're putting a, they're putting a, a label on any podcast that talks about COVID-19, any of them. In any way. So, so, so it equates his with every other one. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's almost like they're doing nothing. They're literally doing yeah. nothing. Kara, what's mm -hmm. your favorite Joe Rogan experience episode? Oh, God. <laughs> Which one is your favorite? Did you? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. No, thank you. No. It, it's, I don't even, like, his his whole steez is bad. It's it's uh, just bad. And it's like. He just has conversations. It's right? like, that's the thing. Like, it's not just bad. It's like dumb bad where it's like, I'm just asking the question. But like, the question is really, really He talked stupid. to Bernie Sanders. I don't give a shit. And yeah. Andrew Yang. <laughs> so. In my opinion, too, it makes it so much worse, too, that he's like, yeah, I'm just a dumb guy. Like, no, you're not. Yeah. You're a multi-fucking millionaire who was given one of the biggest platforms ever. You're not just an idiot asking questions. I'm just a dumb guy that everyone's hearing from and taking advice from. Yeah. I'm just like a real idiot that like everyone will 100% cut their arm off if I tell them to. Mm -hmm. I'm just that kind of a dumb guy. That's the worst dumb guy. <laughs> That's Absolutely. the absolute worst dumb guy. Um, do you want to move on? Mm -hmm. Yes, please. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to something cool. Book banning has been in the news. Um, yeah. A lot of a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of places. These, have, sorry, go ahead. Get these fucking words out of my face. Get these books out of here. Um, the Atlantic actually did like a. Um, they talked about fourteen specific books that were being banned throughout the country. Um, usually, again in. Uh, more conservative areas where they're like, hey, kids, reading's lame. Um, we got uh, some of the books that have been that have been banned. To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood. Um, we also got uh, Mouse uh, by Art Spiegelman. Um, His Dark Materials, which I only know because of a uh, Lin-Manuel Lin -Manuel, Miranda yeah. show. I 100% have never read His Dark Materials. The Hate You Give um, from Angie Thomas, Gender Queer. Uh, a lot of a lot of um, books are uh, <laughs> being banned uh, in order to try to protect the children from the other 
I can't think of something funny to say. Um, Katrina, what do you think about uh, the the swath of book banning? I mean, it's so like <laughs> it's so wild, mm-hmm. like to think about like the history of this country and how we've always thought of like book banning and book burning as like this really authoritarian and like dystopian thing there's a there's a good book about this right yeah i'm yeah. not sure if it's banned anywhere it but there's a pretty good fucking book it about this. and then we're just we're just fucking doing it man we're just doing it and nothing is gonna like who's gonna stop this um steve i believe there was a stephen king quote saying that um if a book gets banned in your school then go like Run, not walk to your nearest library mm-hmm. and, and get that mm-hmm. book, which <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's, I, uh, Kara. And it's true because like <laughs> how many kids really get their stuff from the school library? But how many, but how often are you going to your local library? And I say that as someone who believes that local libraries are great and has stepped into one not recently. <laughs> I, think that, I think that local libraries are awesome and I can't truly remember the last time I stepped my foot into one to read a book ever. <laughs> well, you, don't, it... you don't read, so. Yeah. I watch <laughs> I wait until it comes out on TV. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kara, did you hear about book uh, book banning and what are I, I, I will give you an actual question is what are your thoughts on that? But also what book would you ban and why? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, you no. don't have to answer that one. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, no, I heard about it. I heard about the one with the mice. Mouse, and yes. The, and the, what, why, they said that, they, that the mice were naked. Is that what they said? Specifically the tennis. Aren't all mice the... naked? <laughs> well, hang on a second. I knew that, uh, from what I understood, it was, it was like an allegory regarding Nazism, question mark. But, but if it's, I didn't know about the nakedness of them. So so that's what the high school said. The high school in Tennessee oh. that banned mouse okay. said that they, they banned it because of the use of the word damn and because it depicts nude female mice. What? what? Mice has clothes. <laughs> like... This is the best. Okay, I, I'm not going to lie. I knew that they ba- – I, I thought it was literally just because it was like we don't want people learning about – like uh, a lot of uh, – there, there are numerous uh, – uh, uh, states in the South or, or districts in the South rather that have like when it comes to learning about um, slavery uh, in their textbooks, they have like, they don't necessarily, some of them don't use the word slave. They use the word servant as if it's a little bit better. And then they talk about like the, the people who looked down upon people being mean to their servants or like that kind of shit. So I kind of mm-hmm. assumed it was like a, it was like a, we don't want people learning about the Nazis this way. We want kids to learn about the Nazis in like a, more wholesome way, I guess. But the <laughs> fact that they're using this nonsense to to deal like that's hilarious to me. I did not know that. Yeah, it's especially crazy because it's not even like the the mice in it aren't the scene that they're talking about is when the mice are being taken into the gas chambers to be killed. What the oh fuck? So it's not even like sexual nudity that they're banning the book for. Yeah, but like they're still nude. There's still nude yeah, mice, and we can't that's have true. that. Kids, kids can't be learning about anatomy through mice. Chris. I I need to know more about this book because 
<laughs> I knew yeah. nothing about this, and now I'm learning it's an allegory for Nazis, but not, also sorry, sorry, the I, mouse are going into the gas chamber to be killed. It, I say it's, allegory, but like it, it's pretty clear. It's not like, like I mean, it sounds like it's a it, like it's, scene it's for about, scene yes. retelling. It's a shot but with mouse. It's a shot for shot remake of the Holocaust, but they're all <laughs> yeah. mice. Yes. And then like I think the Germans are the Germans according to are they cats? Tell me they're not no, cats. no, they're not cats according to. To, um, according to the Atlantic, and again, I didn't see this. The ge- fuck, the Germans are cats. No, yeah, that's correct. No. And the poles, the poles are pants. Has a Hitler mustache. Holy shit. <laughs> um, what yeah. is this book? <laughs> so it, it is honestly, it is Art Spiegelman, the guy who wrote yeah. it. It is his either father. I think it's his father's experience in the concentration camps. Yeah. And like as a Polish Jew during mm-hmm. the Holocaust. Yeah. See, like I, I, I only like looked up, like I saw that they were, and I, 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 again, never read this book because it wasn't like one of those. It wasn't on the list that you can get like a free pizza from Book It, so I didn't do this. <laughs> um, so I didn't really know, and I saw this, and I'm like, oh shit, that's wild, and I didn't look too deep into it. But well, <laughs> it's also one of the. I think what makes this interesting is it's kind of like the Joe Rogan, ex- the Joe Rogan situation that I, I was talking about, and like, uh. This has never breached Amazon's top 1,000 sold books since Amazon has been a thing. Mm -hmm. And after it got banned, three versions of the book are in the top 10. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's great. That's what happens when, like, that's what happens when you pay attention to something that no one wants. Like, if you want something to go away, just don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want something to go away, just let it, just let it go away. Don't say anything about it. And no one's going Mm -hmm. to go, like... This happens. This happens like when when we uh, deal with stuff that we're like, "What the? F- what is this about?" And then suddenly it's a story, and it doesn't need mm-hmm. to be because we could just leave it alone. Yeah, the, the, I think the problem though is that like a lot of kids, you know, some kids just aren't very curious or don't have the opportunity to explore outside mm-hmm. of school. So this yeah. will hurt those children. Yeah. Who will well, not like if they're not going to teach to kill a mockingbird in school? Like then that's a then big what thing are they that they're missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I think on to compound is just the laws that that these southern states and red states in general are trying to pass. That just like if a parent, if one parent thinks a book is bad, they can submit a complaint, and the school district has to remove that book. Like immediately, mm-hmm. like there's no like, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no like review process. I, there's like those are laws I that they're trying to pass. I've been on the receiving end of that as a school teacher. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Um, I have in my ancient world history curriculum, there's a chapter in the textbook called "The Rise of Islam." So as to not confuse the kids, my notes are titled "The Rise of Islam." <laughs> And I had a parent-teacher meeting called because I was indoctrinating this person's <laughs> child who was a gifted student. Like, they were on the gifted path. Uh, but I was indoctrinating. I was a liberal cuck indoctrinating <laughs> their kid to, to Islam. It's actually what the parents said to me in the meeting. They Wait, in the and meeting. Wait, stop. In the with, meeting, with they called. With our principal and, and another history teacher and everything. They called me a liberal cuck who was indoctrinating their child to Islam. Uh, wow. Yeah, that and, is uh, wild. That is a wild like, thing to say during a parent-teacher <laughs> conference. <laughs> I was like, "Here's the textbook. This was written 
in 2006 because mm -hmm. we don't have good resources in this school. <laughs> and, and that's what it's called. And then the dad was like, well, where's the rise of Christianity? And I was like, literally the rest of the book. You're <laughs> fucking living it. That's like, when, that's like when people are like, well, why isn't there a white history month? There is. It's called the other fucking 11. Like, yeah. they, uh, what are we talking about? Yeah. And we even have to sneak white holidays into black history month, like President's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's like we get 145th of that holiday. That's bullshit. <laughs> 46 i'm sorry i i don't ascribe to the people who believe that joe biden was elected um you mean 119th my friend jfk and jfk jr still <laughs> president, still vice president. Still. <laughs> oh my goodness um no I, oh goodness uh, there's no there's there there tends to not be like a good situation when book banning is a part of the no. conversation no, um uh, education wise uh other than like you know updating your books to uh include like the word slave that's important i think yeah um, <laughs> um but but overall this is a really dangerous uh this is a this is a dangerous mark uh, and it's something that we've that has happened over and over again in our history and we don't seem to learn from it and it's it's Maybe because we don't get to read about it. Anyway, let's move on to the next. Um, let's move on to the next topic. Katrina, you were gonna run this one. Yeah. Uh, before we do this, did you want to do the RNC thing? Yes, I forgot. I you didn't put it in the outline. I didn't so. put it in the outline because I 100% forgot about it. Um, uh, we can really quick do it. Um, the RNC censured uh, Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney, two Republican House members, for having the audacity to uh, say that January 6th was a bad thing and uh, and help with the investigation into what happened and who was responsible. Um, within their, um, and I'm going to just really quick try to pull it up uh, as quickly as I can because I know I had it somewhere. Um, within this, they uh, the RNC... Uh, in a statement or in the censure um, indicated that uh, January 6th was legitimate political discourse, mm -hmm. which was a crazy, which is a crazy thing to say about a straight up terrorist attack. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read um, specifically. It said, uh, quote, representatives Cheney and Kinzinger are participating in a Democrat led persecution of ordinary citizens engaged in legitimate political discourse. Now, I remember January 6th and I've uh, what I don't remember I've seen subsequent videos afterwards um it had a lot of people waving Trump flags and using American flags as spears to try to hurt people um they tased numerous Capitol police um a police officer was beaten to death multiple uh committed suicide following so I'm just wondering like which part of it was legitimate political discourse that I was missing and like how like how like how am I being like a snowflake about this? Um, Chris, I'll go to you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you when it was legitimate and that was when that fella got in the Nancy Pelosi's office and put his feet up on her desk. <laughs> That's one of the most legitimate things I've ever seen. Legit. Uh, no, I, I mean, this is I mean, just textbook cherry picking, right? Because mm -hmm. like if I don't know how to put this other than if they wouldn't have cracked down on it the way they did, mm -hmm. their goal was to make it look like uh, chop in Seattle. Uh, they just couldn't follow through. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and not to say like I oppose what they did in Seattle. You know what I mean by mm -hmm. taking in 
and kind of socializing and like an important part of the town until yeah. their terms were met. Um, but like in something that they delegitimized and said, like, this is not a good cause. These people are terrorists. They should be arrested mm -hmm. to the extent that they supported these people being rounded up and arrested by unmarked by unidentified officers like placed into unmarked van picked up in like le legit like if you look with your eyes kidnapped <laughs> yeah yeah literally like there is videos of people being kidnapped mm -hmm. and like that was all a an okay outcome i don't see if you i don't see how you can feel any differently about this they forcibly enter even i mean Truthfully, even the cops that like move the gates, because there's no there's no bones about it, right? There were police officers who were compliant in this, yeah, and like move the gates. They should also be tried. Mm -hmm. Like I just don't understand, especially like these fucking idiots who like cherish the Constitution and like kneel before <laughs> it. Like, how can you be okay with? There what were happened? people chanting "fuck the blue," which is like <laughs> wild for the for the political group that was gathered there. Like yeah. they, they. It doesn't roll off the tongue like a cab, though. It doesn't. <laughs> it does not. It does not. Kara, tell us why we're wrong. Um, explain, <laughs> explain to us why it's like 100% cool what happened here. Oh no no no. <laughs> no no no. That's a no 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 from Kara. Uh, do you like? So, <laughs> I I'll give you a real question because that was that's obviously fucked up in a joke. But like like. Wouldn't that be wild if I just like. Came up Stormed off the podcast. Kara, I 100% want you to know there has been a person on this podcast. I, I remember we did like a very large, like when I say round table, we, I was at a, we were at a party. So we had like a bunch of people at a table and we put like mics in between people and we're talking about something. And we had someone legitimately try to argue that rich kids should get better health care than poor kids. So, so, so it wouldn't be crazy for a guest on this podcast to say some absolute loony shit. It just, <laughs> it's just, we, now we've, I guess, now we vet our guests better. <laughs> we knew. No, I'm pretty sure we had that conversation with her before, I think we, did that before we started I think recording. we did that before the mics were rolling and we're like, this is going to be fucking crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, um, no, like, like, what do you, like, I, here's, here's, Carol, I'm going to ask you this. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. I think that it's, it's wild that we live in a time where we have to like regard like uh, someone as like right wing as Liz Cheney, a literal Cheney uh, as like a fucking resistance hero um, because she has the audacity to like say, no, the election wasn't stolen. We just lost. Um, I think like, I think that that's, I think that it, like having to like lionize people for doing the bare minimum is really shitty. What, uh, but, but unfortunately in this in this political climate, that is a sign of courage for her to say something like that. Do, what do you think about like the fact that like that's what um, I, I say the fact? What do you think about my opinion <laughs> that uh, dealing with like like political courage seems to have just tilted to saying the bare minimum? Yeah, I think it's it's sad and it's just I don't even I don't even know. It's just like it you know <laughs> it's sad and it's also like i feel like there's a lot of i don't want to say culty but maybe i do no i think yeah. you do yeah. kara i yeah. think you do <laughs> yeah it's just it's like 
it's all or nothing i think with mm. a lot of these people so it's like you need to have like you know what i mean like yeah. we know people that are mm-hmm. like, this. <laughs> like 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 what you're saying like i completely agree like, like if we're looking at liz cheney i'm talking like her voting record is like 90 some percent with trump like she right. always votes with her. even when like we're talking about how we want to preserve democracy both liz cheney and adam kinzinger both voted against voting rights bills like fucking yesterday like that's <laughs> just what like but they're lionized as heroes because of what's going on now and it's one of those things where it's like oh it's so annoying that that kind of is true that they are being courageous by saying right. this and being censured by their party but adam kinzinger is like fucking bowing out and he's done and and liz cheney is going to run for re-election probably win i would imagine against uh, the guy who <laughs> said that he was in a Romeo and Juliet story because the person that when he was an adult got pregnant as at like a 14 year old killed herself, which was Wait, like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, I don't know if he's still running, but the guy that he, she was running against was like, it was like a Romeo and Juliet story. And he was, I guess, Romeo who was an adult <laughs> who impregnated a child who then killed herself. <laughs> um, Katrina. What do you think about the censure? I didn't even mean to mention that, but it came out because it's fucking crazy because that's where we yeah. live now. Yeah, it's a, I think it's just a sign of how extremist and how, like, um, of one mind the Republican Party is. Like, there's no room for dissent in any way in the Republican Party anymore. Um, like... They've completely just disregarded facts. They've, you know, a lot of them spoke out against it when it happened and now are pretending they didn't. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just legitimate political discourse is a wild word for everything that happened. Kevin McCarthy was like, this is terrible. And the president bears responsibility. And Lindsey Graham was like, I'm out. He's like, I'm out. I'm out of this. Uh, I've had enough. But, like, literally, if you ask them now, they're like, yeah, he's going to be our nominee and we're going to support him until the death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Like, we fucking love this guy. Um, <laughs> speaking of that. Speaking of that, Katrina, go ahead. Uh, Trump's back on the rally trail. Um, he was in Texas, I think, uh, last weekend. Um, and he he made some, you know, basically campaign promises. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> even though he's not officially running yet, because that would mean you have to, like, you know do campaign finance and stuff um so at this point and he's he's pretty like chill with those rules oh right? yeah yeah he, he follows, follows rules he follows the campaign i mean i don't know like. why yeah why would he care because obviously <laughs> it didn't matter that he violated them last time no. <laughs> so um but he he made multiple statements um that i feel are worth mentioning mm-hmm. uh one of which is directly related to what we just talked about um he said if we if I run and if I win, we will treat those people from January 6th fairly. We will treat them fairly. And if it requires pardons, we will give them pardons because they are mm-hmm. being treated so unfairly. So, you know, essentially <laughs> what he's doing is, hey, all these people who are getting asked to give evidence against me at this uh, January 6th inquisition, uh, you know, shut the fuck up and I'll pardon you. <laughs> I, I think I think that that's, directly interfering with the justice process. I think it's important to to note he's talking about like people that could potentially get him into trouble. Exactly, because he had the opportunity to to pardon like anyone who was there, mm-hmm. and he didn't. <laughs> like he had the opportunity to be like, oh, these people like people got arrested afterwards, and he could have been like, no, they're cool. He yeah, chose he was- not to. 
He was president for a while afterwards and yeah. did nothing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I saw uh, so, I saw like an article that was like the the people who uh, have been charged or, or participate in the insurrection don't believe his promise of pardons, and I'm like, yeah, it's because it's not for them. Yeah, that's not, that's not who he's talking to. He's he's not. <laughs> If if you can keep him out of prison, he's talking to you, or out of like he's not. Let's let's be clear here on the podcast. Though we would love it, he's not going to serve any time for like the legitimate crimes that he's committed. We know that we're not oblivious to that, but like he doesn't seem to know that. <laughs> so yeah. anyone who will flip on him, he will make promises to and try to keep safe as long as they keep their mouth shut. Any other jabroni, he doesn't give a fuck, and no. he's not going to. So yeah, yeah, I think I think I think Trump Jr. could end up serving some prison time, which, and just to like f- which fall Trump, on the sword for daddy. Sort Trump, of thing. Like, Trump won't Trump won't stop that. He'll let his no. he'll let his child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll let Don, Donald Trump Jr. doesn't even have Donald Trump's fucking phone number. Like mm-hmm. like let's be clear. He won't Donald Trump Jr. had to text Mark Meadows to be like, could you tell my dad to stop the insurrection? Like, <laughs> let's be clear. Like he is he is Connor Roy at best when it comes to the yeah. Roy. So so yeah. no, he 100 percent can't he if if Donald Trump Jr. if if Donald Trump sees an opportunity to throw Donald Trump Jr. in jail <laughs> so that he doesn't have to go, he will do it in a fucking heartbeat. Without thinking. Yeah. And I think he'd even do it to win some of those like middle of the road Dems of like, oh wow, he really is a you know, he is falling through on some things. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. You know his son go to jail. Hey, you gotta say he put his own kid in prison. That's pretty commendable. He tells it like <laughs> it is, and like it is, is his son needs to go to prison. <laughs> oh damn. Not that daughter though, she's a smoke show. She's a smoke show. Wait, where are we from, Chris? What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know wherever all the insurrectionists were from. (laughs) Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I think actually, I think it was. I think the majority were from Pennsylvania. Arizona. Jacob Chansley was from Arizona. He's shaman. (laughs) We. (laughs) I think we had. I. I literally think numbers wise of people that got arrested. It was mostly Pennsylvania. It was a. It was a. Yeah, mostly Pennsylvania. Never forget the guy who tased his balls to death. He was from Bloomsburg. That's that's absolutely what. mm Mm-hmm. Did you you didn't know that someone from Bloom died? No, I don't think so. Yeah, Someone from- a guy from Bloomsburg was trying. Oh, what? Who was he trying to steal a portrait of? Now this part I didn't know. I just knew that someone from Bloom died, and I trusted you when you said it tased his balls to death. So, so the story is, and this is from people who were at the insurrection. Mm-hmm. Jesus. He had a taser. He, he had inside a taser. sources, Chris. I've got inside. I've got inside sources. I'm from Central PA. Um, the story is that he had, he was hiding his taser inside of his pants Good. and he was trying to steal a portrait of somebody. And I can't remember who, but when he like got up, he activated the taser Jesus. and it tased his scrotum. And then he collapsed and had a heart attack as a result. I knew the, see, that's the thing. Stroke. I knew he the had heart. A stroke. Okay. Stroke. I knew it was like a, I knew that I didn't yeah. know the part where he, he activated it. I mean, we are from Bloom. We yeah. we lived in Bloom, so we have some people from Bloom who listen. And if you can corroborate this, we would be very appreciative. Yeah. I do. I, I do remember reading about this guy, and I don't know if I forgot he was from Bloomsburg or not. Yeah, but I definitely could, didn't it, know about the teaser. It could be. It could be bad info, but I have. <laughs> 
in I've heard from people who were there. I'll tell you what. That that's how he died. This is <laughs> what I would say is this is good info regardless. <laughs> um, oh my god. Um anything else before oh, we move? I, oh. I've got more promises. Yes. That was just the insurrection one. Oh, um, he had more promises? Well, okay. The other promise was um we will ban men from participating in women's sports, quote. There we go. As yeah, in trans women. Shit. Yep, I remember You this. know, because culture war. We have to fucking do that we shit. We have to fight the culture wars. We have to fight the culture wars. And and though he he will dispatch Tiffany to go to to go as obliteratedly drunk as possible, go to an LGBTQ Trump event, um, he doesn't mean any of the things that he says regarding um actually accepting the trans community mm. but gays love him <laughs> what he said he, yeah he Never the black the blacks sorry. love him too um is what he says look at my african-american over there <laughs> dude <laughs> which is a legit legit a quote like i didn't yeah. make yeah. that up. <laughs> i also think that i don't know if you guys have seen the footage from these rallies but they're definitely he's strategically picking who's standing behind oh, yeah. him oh yeah. yeah absolutely because every rally now there are african-americans there who have blacks for trump yeah. shirts on mm -hmm. well they, they, they're every paid single one of yeah. them. they are paid yeah, yeah, yeah. to do that yeah. for sure yeah, yeah yeah yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it's, uh, it's bad but it's true i don't i don't know what i don't have a fucking comment on it it's bad yeah and like also how much are they getting paid and like is he coming to harrisburg anytime soon <laughs> is my question those I, yeah, are just I have some no pride those are just some questions i have and like I, <laughs> yeah and does he pay uh, up front <laughs> <laughs> yes that's what i want to know do Definitely. i get cash up front yes <laughs> um do you have also too what he was saying about if they do like bring charges against yes. him what you sh what people are supposed yep. to do okay that, that was the I last point was... i wanted to okay, point out I the that like... Was, like most egregious yeah i wanted to point out the campaign promises he's already making in yeah. you know early 2022 he's when he's not said he's money running too. oh yeah. yeah oh of course yeah. he is of i don't know if so uh, allegedly in Minecraft, I may have registered for roughly 250 seats when he was coming to a local place to, to, uh, have a campaign, mm -hmm. um, you know, speech. And as a result, I constantly get emails from him asking <laughs> for more money. Oh, uh, did you I get never the one, gave him any money. Did you get the one that had like a subject line? Shh. And it was just like there was a there was a subject line S H H H H and then it was like Donald Trump's having a rally and he wants you to be a guest like a special mm. guest and it's just like but you can't tell anybody else you just have to donate yeah. this amount of money it's like what I was like does Trump want to fuck me is that Hang what on. this is is this the is this like indecent proposal Trump edition <laughs> campaign campaign yeah. emails are the worst I know oh, they are awful I just got Amy Klobuchar to leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> because I was like, I was like, oh, I want to make sure that I'm I'm a part of all of these because that helps in the that helps in the podcast to know what all the Democratic no. candidates are saying. So let's subscribe to all of them except no. Mike Bloomberg. And then I was like, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> I don't I don't want to hear any of this anymore, even for the people that I like, like Elizabeth Warren. I love you so much. Don't ever fucking email me again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Fetterman is the only one that I've kept I've kept receiving emails from. I'm a big fan of his, so Ooh, Lieutenant no. Governor Fetterman. <laughs> he can keep it up. Uh, well, we'll have a talk about Fetterman at some point. <laughs> um, so so yeah, the last point I wanted to make from this rally is um 
So <laughs> Trump called, uh, I'll just read the quote. These prosecutors are vicious, horrible people. They're racists and they're very sick. They're mentally sick. They're going after me without any protection of my rights from the Supreme Court or most other courts. In reality, they're not after me. They're after you. Yeah. Oh. Um, and he also, he called for, if anything, um, the biggest protests we have ever had if the pro- prosecutors do anything wrong or illegal. They do anything wrong. <laughs> so these are like the, the basically the New York yeah. uh, prosecutors with cases against his foundation, his organization, his business, if, himself. If, age, if, if AG Letitia James looks at me wrong, I need you guys to flood the streets of New York and tell her that she can't legitimately investigate me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not obstruction or anything. No. No, not at all. No. It's just like normal. This is just campaign shit. Like, yeah. this is just normal campaign shit. And we need to, like, just be cool. But he's not this. running for anything. He's not running. And, like, that's the thing. He's not running. And, like, once he starts running, mm-hmm. we're cool. Like, this is fine right now. God, I would pay any amount of money to see him run. No, 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 we wouldn't. No, I mean physically. <laughs> oh, I mean physically run. I mean physically run like a forty-yard dash. Oh no. Oh. I would. I would pay a million dollars to see that man run a forty-yard dash. Yes. Yeah. Shorts, like I want him in like the the NFL gear too. Oh like really? Cut-off sleeve shirt, basketball shorts. Running a forty-yard dash. Not the not the tennis outfit that that he gets that he gets photographed. I don't think in. we could handle that. No, we're not ready for that jelly. But like, <laughs> I <laughs> I think um, he runs a twelve-second forty-yard dash. I honestly, here's the thing, and I I want it to be known. I don't like this man. I don't know if I could beat him in a forty. Oh, you no, could. You could. You I would hope could. so, but I don't think. Well, as okay. long as you puff on that inhaler first, you're, you're right. That's yes, what it needs yes, to do. For sure. As long as I, as long as I hit that inhaler, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I'll be okay. <laughs> um, do we want to move on? We got like two more quick news. Do you think we should stop the let's, news flight? Let's news flight. Oh fuck, you're right. I, we changed the name. It's it's news flight. It's not quick news. And everybody, shut up. Who said it was quick news? Yeah. Whoever said that. You're out. <laughs> um, let's quick move on. Uh, Brian Flores, the uh, former coach of the Miami Dolphins, who took a team that was like 0-7 and, and got them like not to like 9-8 and and almost to the playoffs, was fired. And he sued the NFL for um, racist hiring practices, as well as multiple teams. Um, mm-hmm. He uh, sued, indicating that he uh, was uh, he had an interview after the job was already offered to a different person. Um, he, uh, also was asked by, um, my, the owner of the Miami Dolphins to lose games for X amount of money, um, tanking, um, <laughs> uh, and specifically having the interviews after someone's already been offered is because the teams need to satisfy the Rooney rule the Rooney, yes. in yes. interviewing minorities, even if they have zero intention of hiring them. Yes. Um, so I, I I mean the only thing I really have on this is that it's it's shitty and par for the course for the NFL. Um it's it's hard to like imagine that we would be surprised by any of this when the NFL has been so egregiously negative to uh people of color and 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 I mean 
the way that the NFL treated Colin Kaepernick for doing a thing that Tim Tebow did all the fucking time. <laughs> like, uh, I, I think it kind of like just, it, it is a situation where it's like, oh, well, yeah, this is par for the course. And, and I really hope that, and I'm trying to like speed this up. I do, I do apologize. Like this is probably not the time to like go quickly, but cause this, this itself deserves like a full topic and a full conversation. Um, but Overall, the NFL is still egregiously awful. Um, you were about to walk into an NFL season where um, the players are like a majority black and there will be one black head coach. Um, it is awful and 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 wrong. And it shows that it, it continues to show that um, coaches of color have a much shorter, uh, a much shorter um, period of uh, potential than um, uh white coaches it's it's really shitty and it's stupid and it happens year after year and uh hopefully as as brian flores has said he's he's like i'm i'm giving i'm potentially giving up my career to try to make this better and i hope that he's right yeah just one quick thing to add you said one black coach no black owners nope none so there isn't a single black team owner so Mm -hmm. definitely uh i think he is valid at you know, a lot of people don't take it seriously because the players are also millionaires, but yeah. I think there is some validity in his statement that this is kind of a a modern plantation system yeah. sort of that the NFL has going on where you have the wealthiest people at the top are all white looking down, not risking their lives, mm-hmm. not risking their mental health, um, you know, and, and making billions off of 10 years of, of a young minority person's life. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and, and then for them to not have like lifelong health care yeah. or anything like that after they leave the NFL is egregious. Yes, absolutely. And then you, and then it also is propagated by a, um, by a media environment that uh, ha- though recently has been changing because of the different, um, because of the different um, uh, media outlets that there are like bleacher or like Deadspin, but, but you still have, those people like like you still have like the main um and I, I hate to like be like the mainstream media but you still have like um for example in in college where players were saying I'm not going to play in bowl games because I'm going to be ready for the NFL draft um because I don't want to hurt myself for the NFL draft um which the NCAA is like the one of the biggest exploiters of black labor that there is um you have like fucking Kirk Herbstreit going out and being like people just don't have a love for the game anymore and they don't want to like, no, people don't want to risk their life, uh, risk their livelihood to not be able to make money while the, while the college that they're playing for and the NCAA as a whole is making millions and billion uh, dollars. Like it's fucking crazy. It's, uh, it makes me mad. Um, yeah, it's infuriating. And the, the real problem is that we're going to still watch it. And the NFL doesn't get hurt in any I way. I hate this Super Bowl, and I'm going to watch it. Yeah. It, and that's, oh, nothing's going to change. I'm so excited for it. How dare you? How dare you be excited for it? I'm not excited for the, the Rams, but I, I am excited about the Bengals. Why? Yeah. Why? What are we excited I'm, for the Bengals for? Okay. Because they were like Listen. two and eleven two years ago. Yes. That literally yes. can't be possible. They had two wins. I don't remember. <laughs> two and fourteen. The team- so I'm excited. I'm with you, Katrina. I'm excited for the Bengals because they were a terrible team last year. Joe Burrow is coming from a potentially career-ending injury mm-hmm. to to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL this year. And 
uh, this is where fantasy football comes into play a little bit. But as somebody who is a lifelong Matthew Stafford fan, <laughs> I love to see this man get released from the prison that is the Detroit Lions and go to the Super Bowl. His first season no longer mm -hmm. locked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I do think that is cool. I he just made it yeah. out. You made it out. I think the Rams yeah. are just a more boring team than the Bengals. How? I agree. I agree. To what? watch, like I'm just not. I, I don't. I. I. I think I'm. I'm bored by any team that cashes in for win now, and and they in the past like That's three crazy. seasons the Rams have been building towards like let's get a Super Bowl and then we're gonna be shit for a long time. The no. Ra the Rams are like yeah, win now is amazing. They brought in mm. they brought in Odell who we yeah. had to like that I do like we I, had to hear all oh, this come on. we had to hear all this oh it's Odell that's the problem and not Baker and it's like no Baker was the problem Odell got like they got Odell you got Von Miller you still have fucking J you have Jalen Ramsey and and Aaron Donald of it you know what fuck this I'm rooting for the Rams let's go Rams <laughs> oh uh, man I'm just excited for Joe Burrow to get sacked 17 times and still win and still it either win or lose by three <laughs> like yeah. he still is able to keep a team in the game uh yeah. Kara who are you rooting for <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about <laughs> I think that's very fair I think that's very fair <laughs> Um, final it's healthier thing. Healthier that way. Yeah, it's healthier that absolutely. Way. Final thing. We're just going to really, 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 really quickly go through this again. Yeah. Really, I, really, really quick. I just want to point out that it shouldn't have been ordered this way. <laughs> and I don't what? Know, and I don't know who did it, but it shouldn't have been ordered this way. Where Because we're like an hour in and this is the news flight, so it's supposed to be faster. So I thought that we should. <laughs> no, no, it's not supposed to be faster. It's sample sizes. Apparently, some of the samples were pretty long, though. <laughs> yeah. um, some samples are big. You get some big. Look, this is. A, Sometimes you gotta sip on Can we on change them. it to the app platter? Can we change? No. Can we this change, isn't an Applebee's. Can we do the change the segment to the app platter and then like just have like a sizzling sound, <laughs> like we're pulling what we're pulling out, like Ooh, fried the, mozzarella sticks. Yeah, <laughs> the news sampler. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, and just get like a fajita plate walking by. That's right. <laughs> walking by. We just sit it. We sit it in the middle of the room, and it's still sizzling. <laughs> so we have to make a fajita plate every single episode. <laughs> anyway, um, wow. I don't know how to transition to this because this what we're doing right now is very funny, and this isn't. Um, <laughs> all right, every, all the breaks. Everybody, hold on. Everybody, hold on to your seats. We got this. Um, there were bomb threats reported at historically black colleges. Um, starting on um, the first day of Black History Month. So no, happy no, no. it started the oh, day before. You're right. It started the day before on the 31st, and then Happy Black History Month, we uh, did it again. Um, it, they were reported in um, numerous uh, um, numerous uh, HBCUs, uh, including Howard State. Uh, sorry, Howard University, Jackson State, um, Morgan State, Alcorn State. Um, multiple. Wasn't uh, it like sixteen? Or you probably have the article in front of you. I have I have an article in front of me that has a lot. I don't yeah. I don't know the specific amount. Um, just because I thought it would not be cool to like. <laughs> anyway, um, to be prepared for this. Um, but I. Uh, you you had an update on this um as to they you said that they kind of they they, they have, they have uh, juveniles think, as suspects yeah yeah i want to say six but i might have made that number up 
but they have a group of juveniles as people of interest. Um, so obviously we're not going to get any information on them because they're juveniles. Uh, but they did say they used some like tech savvy method to, to make these threats, uh, relatively undetected and that there were racial motivations behind it, obviously. Now that was the thing that I wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, they were like, we figured out it was racially motivated. Yeah. Now, my, now my question is, if if bomb threats are done specifically towards historically black colleges and universities, it's not like they went, hey, BYU. <laughs> like, like, it wasn't Brigham Young University. It wasn't Utah State. It was... Hey, Baylor. <laughs> Baylor? Texas Christian University like yeah, it, yeah, was you very, it was very specific uh it was very specific why it's it's it, to me it's like a little bit annoying that like they have to say that it's like oh, we're pretty sure that it's racially motivated it's like so were we when it only happened to like a specific group yeah. of people on black history. yeah when, when Penn State University wasn't on the list <laughs> yeah. we're pretty sure <laughs> We were like fairly certain. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think I we put this on there like earlier in the week because this is obviously like horrible and disgusting and yeah. shitty. But like, I we should have put it earlier because now I'm like, well, we were having fun, so this isn't a fun story <laughs> to talk about. Well, it, it's also the second time in a month. Like, not only did it happen to begin Black History Month, but it also happened a month ago as well. Mm. Yeah. Like it, it's, I just, but again, and I guess we could sort of tie this to like the beginning of this, but like we're, we're living in a country where a lot of people want to convince you that racism is over and they don't, they don't also don't want you to read about racism. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like, we're kind of in this situation where it's like this yeah. sort of thing happens, but also we're supposed to believe that we're all good in, in America and everyone has the same exact opportunity as, as the next person. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's kind of scary too. Cause like as a teacher I've been, so we start every school day with current events uh, at my school and we've been talking about all, all of these things, like all of these news stories that we're talking about here on the podcast, we've talked about throughout this week and late last week. And um, I, you know, I have four minority students in my classroom, so it's not like I have a, 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 an overpopulation or like an overrepresentative amount. Like it's four of the 13 kids or four of the 15 kids are minorities, um, three of which are African-American. Um, and it's kind of, I don't know if this is like, it's hard to like get through this because I do feel a little bit like white savior or white guilty, but like, mm -hmm. When I talk to these students about this, like those ones specifically, like racism in this sense, they do feel like it's over. Like when we talk, when I talk to them, when I talk to them about like Joe Biden promising having a black um, Supreme Court justice, they were like, no, that's wrong. It should just be whoever's best for the job. It doesn't need to be a black woman. And I was like, yeah, but there's like, first of all, only 6% of Supreme Court justices have been anything other than a white man. Yeah. And there's only been one non-white woman. So like, it is kind of a matter, like it is about time. Mm -hmm. And when talking about the Brian Flores story, they were all like, yeah, they shouldn't even have to interview black coaches. If they don't want to hire a black coach, they shouldn't mm -hmm. have to like simple as that. And I was just like, 
Yeah, but there's lots of very talented African-American coaches out there, like mm-hmm. who should be having job opportunities. So like for me, it, it's upsetting because it just seems like it's kind of working. Like they do have kind of convinced the kids to some extent. I, like I think outside of like figures of direct authority mm-hmm. and police, they don't think that there's much racism anymore. Yeah. And it, it's one of those like it's <laughs> – too many people seem to like like I we you the the argument that is that is posed especially when it comes to um Supreme Court nominations is it should go to the person who is the most qualified right we always we always frame it in that way that it's the most qualified seemingly pretending that at to this point no black women have been qualified for this job yeah. That is like I mean, that, that is was... the that is the that is the the argument that if you if you extrapolate it to the end that is what the argument is saying and it is yeah. absolute lunacy bullshit. Yeah, I I mean my point to the the students was like literally like if you're to the point where you're eligible, you've already proven yourself. Mm-hmm. Like anybody who's eligible to be on the Supreme Court has proven themselves as worthy to be on the Supreme Court. Um but even too like last week we were discussing the bill that was proposed about ending um uh ending the uh oh my god why is the term escaping affirmative action affirmative action thank you so much katrina um and all like all of my students including the minority students were like yeah affirmative action shouldn't exist and i was just like boy that's gonna be bad in like 10 years (laughs) (laughs) like if it does it's gonna go right back Mm -hmm. to how it was before it, it it also it, it posits a world where none of this was taken into account in the in the opposite, right? Yeah. Like it takes into account like like sorry it, it posits a world where it's like oh we were always just picking the most qualified or who does it like like it 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 takes away like redlining when it comes to housing or it takes away right. from um discrimination when it comes when it came to hiring practices when people would put like signs out indicating that certain people shouldn't apply for a job like like it it takes it it it, it posits a world where none of that existed it posits a country where none of that existed and everyone has had equal opportunity from jump and that's absolutely right. not fucking true and and it's really annoying that we have to like every so often keep having this conversation of like hey you know this was like bad for a while right (laughs) like we have to keep recently in the grand scheme of things Mm -hmm. like it's all like it's recent recently oh it's so recent let's yeah let's uh katrina do you have anything before we move on no kara do you have anything before we move on no thank goodness we're gonna move on to our (laughs) we're gonna move on to the main (laughs) The main part of the the main part of the episode. Uh, now, you two host a podcast called "I'm Annoyed," where you talk about things that you're annoyed with each week. So we thought we would do a spin on that, which is "I'm Politically Annoyed," um, where we talk about things that uh, things in politics that have annoyed us. Now, Kara, I would like to start with you. Now, now, Kara, you sent me. <laughs> You sent me something that um, we needed to, that I needed to like, <laughs> you sent me a piece of media. Let's say that. <laughs> and and I was like, okay, cool. Now I got to figure out a way to, to, oh no. Hang on a second. Um, yeah, you sent me a piece of media and I had to figure out a way to like deal with that. <laughs> and I was able to like cut it down to like 30 some seconds. Um, do you want to set it up at all? Um, my annoyance is 
the let's go Brandon thing. Like we get it. Like <laughs> I've had enough of it. Um, and I just I found this this song and it's just <laughs> Can I just ask another question? How do you find the song, Kara? How'd you find the song? How did I do you know how I found this? Um I think it was like was it like suggested? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Hey, I'm not putting hey, that out there. Hey, this Kara. Part, hey, this is not in, in our algorithm. Hey, Chris and Kara, what's your YouTube algorithm looking like? <laughs> um, no, I think it was. I, if I remember correctly, uh, it was. I heard about it on a another podcast that was making fun of okay. it, and then we sense. watched it together as a result of. Yeah hearing about it please tell me this isn't the kid rock song oh, you know what yeah, honestly something. you'd think it's adjacent <laughs> it's kid rock adjacent it's yes it's kid rock adjacent and and i got bad news i accident i i i cut it to 30 some seconds but i forgot to um i forgot to uh change it to a uh i forgot to change it to uh, an mp3 so i can click ah. so i can play it so unfortunately we have to listen to the whole <laughs> oh, nerds. We have to listen to a bunch of it. So, okay. Without without <laughs> Do we though? We do. We do. So, here we go. Your life's going to be different. Brandon, you also told me as you can hear the chance from the the crowd. Let's go Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were going to kind of hang back those first two steps. American screaming, let's go Brandon. Patriots screaming, fuck Joe Biden. Support. Sleepy Joe. Hunter Biden better show up to court, yeah. Fake news trying to silence the truth, yeah. yeah. We yeah. the people trying to save the youth, yeah. I ain't taking no vaccine. Yeah. I ain't flying <laughs> southwest, don't ask me. <laughs> no, and I ain't wearing no mask, they nasty. And all you liberals better stop they trying nasty. to harass me. You know we try to stop the steal. Sparing me Republican, pop the red pill. Uh, we're gonna call it a bear. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good place. Now, you got the vibe. Now I want you to that the, I, I had thirty some seconds. And that itself was like a minute. Like literally, that's was just that like a minute. minute. Really? Like that's just a minute. Wow. Kara. Go ahead and continue on with your I'm annoyed. But keep in mind that now we're all mad that, at you for, for, for us listening to that. Isn't the point of saying, let's go, Brandon, to not say, like, the actual, like, thing? Like, yeah. But then he's, he says both. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, if, I, if I can, and I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is true or not because I don't know this guy, but <laughs> I would argue that he's not sure if his audience understands okay. <laughs> that they're both that that they're both not different and he's like i gotta let just so that everybody knows this is what this is i don't yeah. know like when it happened because because there were you know there may have been a time where people didn't know what let's go brandon meant so there might have been you might have been like guys it's this just so you know it's this <laughs> hey everyone uh and the thing about the vaccine and how masks are nasty <laughs> 
That was my favorite. That is great. I also loved I'm not flying southwest, don't ask me. Yeah, neither am I. He's like like literally like I think a lot of people are buy two seats. A lot of people are on the same uh same wavelength as you, my man, regarding Southwest. Yeah. Yeah, no nobody wants to take out a Greyhound bus to to Los Angeles. A Greyhound bus to the skies. Yeah, no, that's what Southwest is. We're all set. We're not doing that or Delta. I don't go. I don't go on planes, so I'm hoping these jokes are landing. Um, uh, God, you. I, I'm not kidding. I think I. You sent it to me, and I listened to it later, and I'm like, what the fuck on earth? <laughs> it's like I can't believe. Oh no! And I'm like, I have to disseminate what of this yeah. I can put on, and then I'm like, so. Good. No, I was just gonna say, is it let's is it the let's go Brandon thing itself, or specifically the song you're annoyed by? I mean, both. It but could be both. Originally, let's go Brandon. Yeah. yeah, because it's like, what are you guys hiding from? We don't yeah, like right? Joe Biden fucking either. <laughs> like, like, but they I, think we do. That's the issue. They think we love them. Like, they think that we have to like adore the like yeah. our nominee, and it's like, yeah. I don't at all. Right. I don't. Yeah, fuck Joe Biden. I agree. I fuck mean, Joe Biden. I've been yelling at this man to cancel some student loan debt, and he just fucking refuses to. Yeah. It's almost like Wait, he doesn't so- listen to this podcast ever. Wait, wait until like September or October. Midterm <laughs> elections. Well, well, thirty thousand dollars will go. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, that is a that is a pinnacle for me. <laughs> if, yeah. if 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 around that time, oh, I mean, oh yeah, All I'll right. be legitimate. Hell yeah, let's go, Brandon. Let's do it, Brandon. Let's go. <laughs> um, Chris, what's <laughs> what's your? I'm annoyed. Uh, so in the same vein of let's go Brandon, uh, my I'm annoyed is those I did that stickers that are everywhere. Hmm. Um, oh. oh, you guys don't have those in your neck of the woods? No, we Lord, don't go outside. We don't go outside, so we don't know. You cannot find a gas pump in this area oh, without okay. a. Yeah, a yeah. It's Joe Biden pointing like this mm. with a smile on his face and gotcha. it says I did that underneath gotcha. him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very like pro worker. So anything that inconveniences like the low man on the totem pole at whatever the job is pisses me off. And the fact that you're going to like I vandalism, I'm OK with. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> and especially like gas stations, like they're fucking billionaires and millionaires. Fuck them. Yeah. But like I'm I'm sad that like the 16 year old kid that works at Sheets has to go outside when it's 10 degrees and scrape off the let's go Brandon sticker because his boss told him to. Yeah. Like also too, like these people would freak out under any other kind of vandalism, but because they're let's go they're they're I did that stickers. They're like, it's so funny. <laughs> um, we were at the grocery store actually recently giant and they, they were out of chicken and somebody went through and put like, let's go Brandon stickers. Or yeah, I did that. I keep saying let's go, Brandon, but oh. I put I did that stickers all over the meat area. Kara, I just want you to know, I thought you were saying no, that was me. I did that. Oh my God. <laughs> I put all those stickers up. Uh, yeah. So I just man, it's so annoying. It's not clever. That's what makes me mad. I think it's because of I'm a, I'm gonna blame it on me being a comedian, but mm. it's the like, really the annoyance is like, what they think this is funny. Right. Pisses me off. Where it's just not. like there are funny jokes about Joe Biden, and that's yes. not really one of them. It, it yeah. was a it was a mistake that was like argue it was dumb. 
<laughs> like, mm-hmm. they clearly weren't chanting a certain thing, but, like, when no, we... No, the I did that thing. Oh, the I did that thing. That's also yeah. not funny. No, it's not funny at all. Because <laughs> it's, like, think, not really think, a joke. <laughs> I think Let's Go Brandon, the only time it's ever been funny is when somebody called into that town hall Joe Biden was doing and got him to say Let's Go Brandon. Oh, do that you is... mean the one... Wait, The stop. Santa Claus the thing? The Santa Claus thing? Where the yeah. guy called in... And, like, Joe Biden was like, hey, I hope you and your kids have a fucking great Christmas. And he's like, let's go, Brent. That's not funny. <laughs> no, it, it's funny because rewatch it and look at how Jill Biden looks at him after he says, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> okay, I didn't see that. She's like, we've, she looks at him like, we've been over this, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I think probably. fuck you. I do think that there is a possibility that, like, he's been briefed that, like, hey, man, don't say that. And he's like, mm-hmm. got it. I'll say it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> see, I kind of thought yeah. he did that, like, knowing what it was. No way. Oh, you think so? There's yeah. just no way. There's just no way that Joe Biden out loud said let's go brandon as like a huh i'm in on the joke guys get it yeah. no <laughs> to mock them no i, I will say though I he did call Ducey a son of a bitch so i kind of think I it was, was along say, the same I'm vein such a big fan of that what a dumb son of a bitch what a stupid yeah. stupid son of a bitch son of a bitch i think that's great like, like damn that's funny <laughs> i think that's great i i mean i'd like yeah i think that's great uh <laughs> I I think that I think that uh, Joe Biden accidentally does funny stuff. I don't think yes. that was I don't think that was like a thing he did on purpose, Katrina. I don't know. Some people thought it was. So. What do you? What is your? Uh, what is your? Oh. I'm annoyed. Well, my I'm annoyed kind of goes along with uh, a little bit of what the other two have said. Is just the um, the double standard or the media, like both in the media and just in the right wing in general of like what they do versus what they think we do (laughs) and how fucking completely different they are so out of this world different but they're somehow equated like Mm -hmm. as as equally bad i guess (laughs) like that's do you have a specific example i you know the the one thing i was thinking of which kind of applies is that trump said he was going to nominate a woman to the supreme court and not a single person on the Right, had a problem with that. Susan, Col- Susan Collins wasn't concerned about that. Right, yeah, yeah. but now that but Biden... Now that, now that Biden has said that, but it's a black woman, uh, Susan Collins is concerned about the politicization, the politicization <laughs> of yeah. the Supreme Court when it's like, They're- Susan, you nominated fucking, like, Keg McKegstand, like, not too long ago. You voted for him, and he was, it was fine. What are you talking yeah, about? Their Lord and Savior Ronald Reagan did it too, and nobody. He fucking did, and no one batted an eye, and it didn't come up (laughs) until now. I agree. It's absolutely, it's so annoying. And it's it's like it's there's a million examples of it's just like the crazy terrorist attack by the right is somehow equated to you know anything the democrats do that's normal yeah. or gets like mm-hmm. they get equal space on the new york times front cover when they're compl- yeah. like one's absolutely way worse than the other mm-hmm. that's just very annoying yes i agree um i'll go with my i'm annoyed which is um recently the um Pennsylvania Democratic Republic uh, sorry Democratic Party um had their um endorsement ceremony convention question mark whatever it was um 
they endorsed Shapiro and Austin Davis as the um, gubernatorial candidates. Sorry, gubernatorial and lieutenant gubernatorial candidates, which made sense. The, whatever. I mean, I'm nobody still, else was really. I'm still I'm still voting for Brian Sims, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but the um, the Senate uh, in in the Senate race, they were about twenty votes away from endorsing Connor Lamb as our Senate candidate. He was like, he had like a hundred more than the rest of them. Yes. Now we here at this podcast, we are a Kenyatta podcast though. We understand um, Fetterman is also a, um, uh, a progressive, uh, a progressive candidate. He just has a very, very, very glaring thing that we have talked about before and don't need to talk about right now. Um, but the idea that they are going to forego a progressive candidate to endorse what amounts to the most mildest of uh, uh, moderate candidates is essentially Clinton picking Tim Kaine again. <laughs> Where I'm like, yeah. I'm okay, man. Like, look, do I love America's stepdad, Tim Kaine? Sure, he's cool. But, like, do I need another? Like, give me a progressive. Give me a progressive who's going to fight for uh, the shit that's going to move the Democratic Party forward. Like, let's be clear. It's not just um, It's not just that um, our, our can- like, the other candidates are more progressive, but it's that... That's where the that's where the like people are moving. That's where the Democratic Party is moving. And it's right. stupid to it's stupid to like try to like dig your heels in and hold on to this unnecessarily like we're a, no, we're just a moderate party. We're a, we're a center we're a very very center left party. It's like no, we need to start moving where thi- moving where the where uh, younger people are going and also it's important for our country to stand up and be a progressive, uh, progressive country. But yeah, that's my my I'm annoyed. I'm I'm very annoyed that that uh, all that the Pennsylvania Democratic Party almost endorsed Connor Lamb. It's so annoying because we don't need another Kristen Cinema. We which don't. Which is just what he would be. We don't need Kirsten Cinema. We don't need Joe Manchin. Now let's be no. clear. I do want to be. I do want to. Uh, to his credit. He also is for abolishing the filibuster and is also for expanding voting rights. He has he's on record saying that, and I understand that that not be, may not be enough, <laughs> and it's not yeah. enough for me because I'm 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 for another candidate. But he had like he has ver- made it very clear that he would abolish the filibuster, um, and that's super important. But I mean, like the. I, I just don't want to take that chance. I don't want to take that chance of putting another Joe Manchin in there so we can like have do nothing co- again for four more years. Do yes, do nothing. Like literally the 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 signature legislation for the president. Something that progressives want. Like if if I told you that that AOC, Ayanna Presley, and Ilhan Omar would be on the same side as Joe Biden, you'd be like, against who <laughs> like but but truly that's that's real that is a thing that exists and they have to fight against the likes of the Republican Party and Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema and I think that's really fucking annoying I don't the idea of adding another one of those sounds very bad to me very very bad especially if we can yeah. take Toomey's seat like let's go let's do something yeah completely agree Katrina what do you think Connor Lamb sucks <laughs> 
Yeah, cool. It's cool that a Democrat won a traditionally red area, but mm -hmm. like, there's a reason he won. Mm -hmm. It's because they all know him. His dad probably owns the fucking hardware store, <laughs> or like a fucking used car dealership, or something in that area. And I would, I would, uh, I don't know about that, but I would argue. I mean, just stay in that area, my man. <laughs> mm -hmm. Keep, uh, keep hold on to that seat for us. It's super important, and we're gonna be fighting, like. We have to fight to hold on to the House and the Senate. We have to fight to hold on against like people who are like, ooh, once we once we get in power, we're gonna arrest Adam Schiff. <laughs> we're gonna arrest anybody who's like looked into January sixth, and we're gonna yeah. install and we're gonna install Donald Trump as the Speaker of the House. So like, Doctor Oz is gonna be the one to do it. Let's go. And you know what? <laughs> Here's you know what, guys. I'm all in on Oz, okay? I'm all in on Oz. I I have an illness and it could only be cured by Dr. Oz as fucking as our senator. Let's do this. Oh my god. It's so bad. It's such a bad I would hate that. I I honestly I think I would do January 6th. If Dr. Oz was our senator. <laughs> You heard it here first. Chris <laughs> William. Chris William will Chris do a William. Chris William will do I'll, a live show in I'll, the Capitol on yeah, January sixth. No one else on this podcast is implicated in what I just said, but Chris William, <laughs> Doctor Oz, if you're our next senator, I'll see you January sixth. Yes. You know what? I'm coming too. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll also be there. Uh, for moral support, <laughs> I uh, I have asthma. I won't be doing a whole lot of anything else. Um, now we did say that our now another part of uh, that podcast, which again I'm going to tell you, listen to. I'm annoyed. It's so fucking good. Um, I'm annoyed. Uh, also has I'm enjoyed, where we talk about things that we uh, that we enjoy and that are that we're happy about. Um, well, they talk about that in this episode, we're stealing that and we're going to talk about that. So Katrina, what's your, I'm enjoyed. Oh, well, see, I, originally my enjoyed was that the PA Dems did not endorse Connor Lamb. So you kind of stole it. Um, nice. so what I'm going to say instead, I enjoy, wow. I enjoy that Dr. Oz and David McCormick are spending millions of dollars to destroy each other during Jeopardy every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We do see, like, we don't watch a whole lot of TV, but we try to watch Jeopardy every day. So we see just so many ads for those two specific yep. people. Oh, yeah. just those two. There's somebody else that's running. I don't know who they are. If you and they get more like support than these two. If you ask me, if you is it Mastriana? Bartos? Jeff Bartos? I don't know. If you asked me, I think it's who, Bartos. Who was running in either party and I could only answer based on ads I've seen? <laughs> the answer is Dr. Oz and Dave McCormick. And that's fucking it. Yeah. No one else. <laughs> no one else wants the job of senator based on based on ads I watch during when I'm trying to watch Jeopardy. Yeah. It's it's fantastic. I mean, it's it's early February. This has been going on for at least three or four weeks. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. we have until May, I guess. They they spend spend all your millions of dollars to destroy each other. Yes. That would be great. Yes. And then Jeff Bartos can somehow win. And who the fuck is he? We is it Jeff Bart? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
No, I know. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, Chris, what's your I'm enjoyed? No, let's remember the I'm enjoyed does not have to be political. Just so we're all clear. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I am going to keep it semi-political in the sense of, so I know we feel mixed about uh, Lieutenant Governor Fetterman here, but my I'm enjoyed is the manner in which he met Joe Biden at his <laughs> best bridge uh, in literally he should be he should be our state animal after that catchers <laughs> basketball shorts and a black hoodie mm -hmm. talking to the president of the united states mm -hmm. when it's under 20 degrees and in front of a collapsed bridge mm -hmm. yep. that should be our flag that should fly over the state capitol building. i don't like, disagree with that yeah like, no yeah <laughs> like a big bald guy in basketball shorts in the dead of winter is the most Pennsylvania thing I've ever seen in my that's, entire life. That's what I keep saying about Fetterman. He mm -hmm. just, he really represents the people of this state mm -hmm. and they yeah. will love to vote for him. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like again, he's not our preferred candidate, but then you, you say this story and people are like, holy shit, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 like to know i've been a fan of his since i was in college because we focused on his like turnaround of braddock pa mm -hmm. and like uh, i had a pa history class that was told specifically like about how the industrial revolution destroyed pennsylvania and we watched like a 45 minute documentary about like how through deals with hollywood he saved the city of braddock where he's from like they filmed uh the movie the road the Viggo Mortensen post-apocalyptic movie. Okay. That was filmed in Braddock, PA. And that was one of the first things he did was like bring them there to film that movie. I mean, and like part of the deal was that they could only hire local people to like work on the like crew as like PAs and like mm -hmm. best boys and stuff like that. So like, yeah, that dude is like as PA as it gets. I just argue that's wild that he's like, post-apocalyptic, get over to Braddock. <laughs> Yeah, didn't they know about Centralia? Yeah. Do they know about Centralia? Do they know about Shenandoah? <laughs> we, got a we got a town of 7,000 people and not a single store. Fucking get in here immediately. <laughs> but yeah, I could just I could just look at that picture every single day and it just makes me laugh and laugh and laugh <laughs> because it is just so Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yes. I've, I've said it before on the podcast, but Terrain and I are state employees and in mm -hmm. the offices they have like... They have a picture of the governor. They have a picture of the secretary of uh, our department. And, and then it's just and a then guy. And they have the picture of Fetterman. And, you know, everyone else is wearing a suit and they look like, you know, very professional. And he is just wearing his Dickies polo. Yeah. And yeah. Just a guy in and Dickies and a fucking furious. goatee. Yeah. And he looks like they made him take the picture. Mm -hmm. That's his official yeah. portrait. I God. I was just going to say, he really run, won me over to two years ago, actually the COVID year. Uh, he was our guest speaker at our Zoom graduation ceremony. Oh, sure. Oh, was he? Like he took, he took an hour out of his day to like sit through the whole ceremony and then also spoke for like 30 minutes on uh, to like a school full of bad kids. <laughs> I, I teach, I teach at an AEDY school. Mm. So he was like, he just like talked and like asked them questions. It wasn't like just a speech. He had like an actual conversation. Mm. So yeah, I, 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 I would be remiss. I, I would be wrong to not mention like we, I, these are all great things about Fetterman. I think that's great. Um, it, it's been a bit since we mentioned that he 100% 
chased a black guy down who was jogging with a shotgun and yeah. has on on numerous occasions said that he did that and thinks he's still right about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to mention that. I don't want, I, I, I wasn't yeah. going to, I was going to just move Pat, but we're like, we've been talking about Fetterman for no, a bit. It, and it's that- important, right? I, I don't think necessarily <laughs> that like, I, I think it's commendable that he owns up to it, but it's terrible. No, he doesn't. That- no, no, he no. Doesn't. Chris, he does not own up to it. I thought he said that he he did do it. He, oh no! Oh yeah, he admits he did it. He, he said just that he says did he it wasn't right. He said he was right. It was right the right thing to do. He said it was yeah. right about it because he was trying to stop a school shooting on a Saturday, which is what <laughs> he said. I just want that to be known. He yeah, was trying yeah. to stop a school shooting on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. So. Again. Listen, big bald guys can only get so far out of conservatism. I don't know what you want to do. Okay? His blood is still red, just like every other God fearing American. God fearing American. Yeah. Like, I, again, I, I mean, I, I, I just, I can't, like, every so often, like, like I, I agree that I, I'm with you that he needs to be on the fucking state flag. I love meeting Joe Biden in basketball shorts and a black hoodie. I, honestly, awesome. him chasing him chasing a black guy with a shotgun is is also just Pennsylvanian of him. As it well. does sound very Pennsylvania sorry Pennsylvanian of him in a different aspect. Yeah, in yeah, like yeah, a yeah, in yeah. like the oh yeah, this is also Pennsylvania. We kind of forgot that for a second, huh? Didn't yeah. We? Yeah, and he's a Democrat here. That's, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's the, a progressive that's the Democrat here. Yeah, yeah. He's a progressive Democrat here. So that's <laughs> again, that's why we're a Kenyatta household in this, yeah. on this side. Here. Um, <laughs> sorry, didn't mean to didn't mean to throw that wrench into the I'm enjoyed, Kara. No, not at all. Kara, what's your I'm enjoyed? And remember, it does not have to be political. Yeah, so mine um is just that. You guys asked us to be on your podcast. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so nice. That is very, very sweet. We are, we're very happy to have both of you um, because you're both very wonderful and fun. And this, and, and I personally love I'm Annoyed. I really do. I, I love listening to I'm Annoyed. I haven't texted or emailed yet. I know I haven't done that, um, but they Katrina no shit. They do. They literally get texts and emails and talk about them on the air. And mm-hmm. the the thing I do is I have a group chat of people and I mention bullshit that they say and throw it in here. <laughs> so, so it's like almost the same, but not. But no, yeah, your close. your podcast is so fucking awesome, and I'm, it's so it's so cool. Like you, uh, uh, something we might not have mentioned. I don't know. I, I imagine it's not wrong of me to mention. You two are engaged and are 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 getting ready to get married, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Later and this year, later, June twenty fourth. June twenty fourth. Oh, nice. th- that's we gonna... got married in June. Three. Nice. That'll you'll, your anniversary will be three weeks away from our anniversary. Oh. Wow. You like how I did that math in my head? Good job. <laughs> I can't do it now, so I couldn't tell you. 21 divided by 7. Boom. <laughs> but no, like, like I, I, I really enjoy, like, if you sit and listen to their podcast, like, it, it is it is so enjoyable, and you come away with, like, so such fun, uh, such fun, adorable stories, and sometimes it's, like, 
Like it's just, it's sometimes it's incredibly funny. And sometimes it's like one of those, like uh, where we were Katrina, you and I do where it's like uncomfortable, funny. <laughs> it's, it's all, it's, it's all wonderful. So I'm, I'm so glad that you, you both could be on. It was, it was, it's lovely. You're both lovely and wonderful. Yeah. We're happy to be here and we appreciate your kindness and having us. Yeah. And like going off on the, just a little bit on the, like wanting people to submit stuff. I just know how valuable it is sometimes to just like, to have a place to bitch and be validated and that's what we try to do with our listeners like the people who like call in or text in like we'll read about it we'll talk about how that's fucking annoying and we're sorry you have to go through that but sometimes it's nice to just get it off your chest and like have a space to go where you know people don't but you know we we try our best to even our friends and stuff who write in we don't so it's a separate phone number that you're texting and calling. We don't have any contacts saved in there. Right. And we don't cross check anything. Mm -hmm. So like, unless you make it like explicitly obvious that it's someone we know, we try our best to keep it blind. Mm -hmm. Just like, unless you want us to say your name or you say your name or whatever the case may be. But I find that for, from when I listen, people seem to be proud to be like, it's me. And I love you guys. And also, (laughs) yeah, yeah. We have, we have a couple people who like choose to stay anonymous, but, other people are very, very proud to announce who they are and that they're listeners. Well, my, I mean, I'm, I'm not even gonna like my, my, um, I'm enjoyed is we got to see we have um where we live there are two uh, cats Aww. who hang out in our like they're like outdoor cats. And they mm-hmm. hang out in our backyard sometimes. A uh, lot of the time. A lot of the time. We have a we have we have a pool that we that is frozen over and stuff like that. And they they love to go sit on it and like hang out near where a uh, tree fell down and ripped like a hole into where it is. They love to go there specifically, and we get very scared that they go there. Um, but they're like two black cats. One uh-huh. is fluffy, and one is a little bit chunky, I guess. So and Katrina, they're both chunky. They're both chunky. But one's fluffy and chunky. Katrina named mm. them Fluff and Chunk, and my enjoyed is getting to see them in our backyard. They're they're so cute, so and sweet. they're so cute, and like just I love I they're love best friends. I love cats out. as friends. I love cats yeah. as friends. Um, where they hang out. And then like um, our downstairs bathroom is like our, that window is right where the, the pool is. So if I see one of them going near the hole and I like have to like, I open the window and yell, like, stop it. And, and they yeah. run off. Cause I don't want them to get hurt. <laughs> I love those too. That's my, that's, that's so my, sweet. I'm enjoyed. Um, that's my, I'm enjoyed. Um, Kara, I have one more question for you before we, before we close out the podcast. I can't remember. Now, I listened to this a bit ago, so I cannot remember. Um, and I, th- I think, are you a Halloween person or a Disney person? Because I know you you had a beef with Disney people or you had a beef with Halloween people. And I couldn't remember which one. Halloween. You have a beef with Halloween? Yeah, I don't like Halloween. You have a beef with Halloween people, but you're cool with Disney people. Um, I mean, no. they're fine. <laughs> It's just, you know, some are more than others, you know. Now, now, Chris, how do you yeah. fucking deal with this? I mean, uh, well, I mean, I mean, oh, my God. Halloween people are awesome. And Disney people are. Do I have any Disney people listeners? Oh, I might. Why are you Disney equating people? Disney and Halloween? 
I didn't. They did. Listen to their fucking episode. Yeah, we. Uh, so we. Yeah, we Chris discussed did. it as they're both. They're both adults who hang on to childish things. There we go. Uh, I hate Disney um, and I love Halloween. Oh, see, I I hate them both equal. I listen, like. I'm I'm pro slut man. Like Halloween as an excuse to be slutty is yeah. not a good excuse. Be slutty every day. Everyone yeah. is a fan of it. I'm telling you. Some people in the wrong way, and those people you can tell to shut the fuck up and get out. Mm-hmm. But you know, like, don't use just Halloween as an excuse for that. And like, I should say, like, enjoy Halloween is okay. But when Halloween is like a key trait to your personality, <laughs> like when like when you are when you are like. When you have like Halloween themed tattoos or like you're somebody who has a countdown to Halloween when we all know what Halloween is, like anything like that, that's too much for me. How dare you? I'm out of it. How dare but also, you? Too, you don't like, have any if of you're, If you're an adult who goes to Disney and you don't have children, you should be on a list. You should be on a fucking list. That's right. Yeah, there should be a registry somewhere you don't get to, they should keep their eye on you. You don't get to just go to Disney. You don't get to. You don't get nope. to. Who, are you, you're trying to fucking see Minnie? Like, what are you talking I say, about? I say that as a Pixar fan. Love Pixar movies. But you know where I'm not going? Disney World, ever. No. I, you couldn't pay me. Did y'all see Encanto? Not yet. I'm, okay. I'm thinking maybe tomorrow we'll watch it, actually, though, because I've heard, I've heard it's really, really good. See, I hear that. But I also don't have children, so I don't think it's a movie that I should be watching. <laughs> like, I... What the fuck are you? What are you doing? I think a lot of adults have watched it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is true. The music's by Lin. Like, yeah, that's my only thing. Lin Manuel Miranda did yeah. the music, and I'm like, I've, I've heard songs, too, and they're super catchy. Super. I will catchy. say too that one thing I'm, uh, I really like about like Disney Plus uh, is that I don't have to be the weird person in the movie theater anymore. <gasps> like, I went to see. I went to see Toy Story 3 and Toy Story 4 in the movie theater. Toy Story 3, I was like 18, not terrible. But Toy Story 4, I, that was like two, three years ago. No. I was like 25. That's not good. Don't do that. No, it's not a good look. Not a good look. I, I, Especially I, if you're I, like I, sitting like in a corner off by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. No, I'm taking the good seat from all the children. Fucking okay. middle <laughs> row, middle seat. Yeah. Middle row, middle seat? Wait, wait, stop. One more thing before we go. We need to figure out where everyone thinks a good movie theater seat is. Because in the middle of the movie theater, directly in the middle, it might be a good visual spot, but it's a horrible seat. I'm an enormous man. People are going to find their way around me. (laughs) They have to to navigate me. Listen, listen, if there's one thing the world has taught me is that I'm a straight white man and everyone else needs to learn how to deal with it. If that's the case, though, don't you have to get up for any sort of reason? No, there's 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 stairs on both sides of me. You people who want to sit on my right, walk past me, go to that stairwell and come up. But I'm talking about you getting up and having to you getting up and moving past people. Oh, no, I, I, I empty out before the movie begins, and then I, and then I maintain the whole class. <laughs> oh, man, you and that bladder control. Kara, where's, your best, where's the best movie seat? Where's the best movie theater seat? All the way in the back. All the way That's in the back? A, back middle or back side? Um, kind of in between both. Okay. Not, like, directly in the middle, but just a little bit over. Like, like a few seats in? Yeah. Okay. Katrina? Back row furthest away from other people 
<laughs> it doesn't matter if it's in, in the middle. In all directions. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like if I can put my feet on the seat in front of me, I'm yes. really happy. You you are you are one that like very much likes to like have your feet on the seat. Yeah. My- and that's that's in my entire life. I can't help it. I won't do it if someone's in front of me, but I'll be so uncomfortable the whole time. So I I am a I am a back and aisle. Like as long as the as long as the part of the aisle isn't a, like there's not a big wall obstructing the obstructing the view of the of the uh, screen, I'm back aisle because I sometimes have to go to the bathroom, <laughs> and I I hate that about myself. But we watch Marvel films, and they're four hours sometimes. So sometimes you just don't have a choice. <laughs> like I I'm just like that sounds great, but like. I just drank an XL soda. We got to go. <laughs> yes. I either just drank a soda or just drank the two Gatorades we snuck in because our freestyle Coke machine isn't working. Um, so, so I got to go. <laughs> Thank you both for um, being on the show. Kara, it, it, where can people find you if you would like them to find you? Um, <laughs> my Instagram is Kara Nicole underscore. And Chris, where can people find you if you'd like them to find you? Uh, Gorky Romano on all social media. And you also both host an amazing podcast, which I'm not kidding. Check out. It's called I'm Annoyed. Are there any other podcasts you want to tell the people about? Oh, thank you so much for the plugs. It's so kind. Uh, I also do a podcast with a comedian friend of mine, Jared McCalley, called Riff Busters. Um, and then I also stream on Twitch every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, uh, 10 p.m. So that is twitch.tv slash up and up pod. There you go. Um, you can find uh, this podcast on Apple, uh, sorry, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, and everywhere else you can find podcasts except for Buzzsprout, which again, we will, we will bleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, we will be back next week. Thank you all for listening. Um, and until next time, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>